What's up, guys? Welcome to the Commerce Podcast with your host, Matt Trotrick, and myself, Peter Frinda. This is a podcast where we tackle current health news and hot nursing topics, one conversation at a time. Welcome, guys, for a CN19 special. Thank you for checking us out on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you guys are looking at this live stream from. And if you guys aren't looking at it from a live stream, that's fine. If you're watching at a later date, completely cool. Make sure you guys like us on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We got done with soccer. So, Matt, how was your day today? And before that, guys, we finally have a date for that vlog they mm. were talking about. So, it is officially getting released September 14th. I'm excited for it. I think it's pretty freaking damn dope. Super excited. Peter watched like two or three times, right? Dude, I watch every day. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, damn, I should probably watch that vlog again. <laughs> you know, that's how good it is. It's, it's re- I think it's really good quality. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of it. So make sure you guys follow us on YouTube in order to see that. Hit mm-hmm. the bell too while you're at it. Bing, bing. So anyways, yeah, we played some soccer. I think it was a freaking pretty good game today. It was awesome. I, sc- I scored two goals. You did respect. A little bit rusty, man, but um, I still got my right boot. Respect. I, I went over two. Two shots. Didn't hit the fucking bar, but whatever, dude. Respect. First game back in eight months. I ain't worried about it. I was wearing my um, backup sneakers, so you know you can't expect these these great things from me. I can only be like eighty five percent, like I said before. So. How do you feel about soccer when it comes to like cardio? Because you, you you ran a few miles, but this is like a straight up HIT workout hit for two hours. I actually did better than I thought I would. Like yeah. I was like my cardio is is pretty solid. I don't do a lot of cardio, but hitting 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 the stairs um, at all. Uh, the stair place by us, I forgot what what it's, what it's called. Swallow Cliff. Swallow Cliff, yeah. Um, and yeah, like it, like it was like a lot better than I expected. Probably like five or six times better than I thought. Because I was basically running almost the whole game. I would take a little bit of breaks here and there where I would just pull back on defense. But for the most part, I was just going back and forth. Yeah, yeah that's good, man. Mm-hmm. Hit us with the COVID numbers, man. All those COVID stats. I'm not going to go deep into numbers. I'll just give you a general perspective. Obviously, they're on the rise. Uh, U.S.-wise, we're at about 6.5 million cases with about 195,000 deaths. And state-wise, California is still leading the, the case numbers. But if you're looking at deaths, New York is still the highest regarding deaths. So the top five states regarding cases are going to be California, Texas, Florida, New York, and Georgia. So if you take a look at it, it's basically hitting all the coasts, West Coast, East Coast, uh, the Southern states. So it's not really hitting one region of the U.S. harder than the other. Like yeah. it's, it's basically full-on spread out everywhere. Poor Cali, man. And they're dealing with forest fires in um, no, right? North Cal. So. And we're going there. We're going to South Cal. But still, yeah, I guess we're going to have a shitty air quality in that time. True. Does South Cali have more earthquakes then? I don't know. So, but I don't know. We, I, we, I can't even say don't quote me because I have absolutely no idea, man. I'd be, I'd be shooting blanks right there, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. Sometimes it's good to shoot blanks, you know, but it's, it's whatever, like... I guess we're going into the the danger zones. I guess we're we're bored over here in Chicago and in Illinois. Actually, Illinois, he's not. It's not on here because that's it's actually sixth. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't include it in the top five because um, it's a top five. It's not top six. If it was top six, Illinois would be there, but top five dog. So updates with C nineteen. What's happening? Of course, these drug makers are trying to push a vaccine as quick as possible, going into phase you know two, phase three trials, and Tuesday, um, September eighth, AstraZeneca and Oxford. Um, corona vaccine was in their last stage and was paused over some adverse side effects. So there's an independent um, independent committee that's investigating this. And there was a British participant that developed a spinal inflammation from this vaccine. Mm. It's very interesting because now we got to, they're obviously going to review, review all these trials and review all these participants like through the whole length of this vaccine course. 
but was this spinal inflammation due to the like the the um viral comp comp if, is this due to the mechanism you know how there's mechanisms in the vaccine that you know protect you from the virus yeah is it an issue with that or is it maybe like an additive that's put it in the in the vaccine that's causing it yeah that's gonna be, be a whole whole thing to figure out because if it's an, an additive if they get rid of the additive maybe the vaccine could could push through but if it's actually the mechanism of action of the vaccine that's causing this it's gonna be a whole whole ordeal yeah and this is kind of why it's important to look at how these vaccines or how drugs are actually tested and, and researched because some countries don't have um as big of testing centers as we do and they're not as anal about testing as, as we are like russia we know russia has has a has a vaccine that's, that's gaining growth and gaining, gaining popularity but are those trials as as systematic as ours like right. are they able to find these kind of things or or are they doing to the research where these kind of things get bypassed or, or go unnoticed yeah and we're going to go into the sputnik 5 vaccine yeah. but it's interesting because what if maybe the man just had meningitis like you never know maybe he ate some old age cheese or ate something and it caused him to have meningitis which causes mm -hmm. spinal inflammation as well so yeah. it's to be determined but in the meantime just to be on a safe side they're taking the company's taking a routine action and it's just pausing the um the vaccine trials in the meantime to kind of see what's actually happening yeah it makes sense i mean if you're not sure what's actually going on just pause it you know there's yeah. other manufacturers that are working on a vaccine and you know we're not saying this vaccine is gonna be bad or ineffective in the future you know this might be the actual vaccine that, that we need so it's not really that big of an issue if you just put on pause for now yeah and they're just maintaining the integrity of their trial long exactly. story short respect. so respect for Oxford and AstraZeneca, mm -hmm. which I have no idea where the name's out there. Um, so Sputnik Five, that's the Russian vaccine that's out right now, and they're the ones that officially came out August and said, "Hey, we have a successful virus," or I'm sorry, successful vaccine. So according to Lancet Medical Journal, so I'm going to read this off a little bit. Their their vaccine actually produces a full antibody response. So the participants had a full T cell response in within 28 days mm -hmm. and that's phase one phase two which was concluded or uh, was done on 76 healthy people between ages of 18 and 60. so that's very promising and they're testing two different vaccines which is interesting so they actually have two successful forms of the c19 vaccine mm -hmm. one of them it's called ad5 and ad26 they're both engineered from the coronavirus proteins one of them is frozen and one of them is freeze-dried. I'm not too sure exactly what the process of, you know, the mechanism is there. I think frozen is put in a freezer and then freeze-dried. I think that's with like the, um, uh, that th what is that called? That It's not ice. It's like the, um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a gas and it's real cold. Yeah. The dry ice. I think dry it's frozen ice. via dry ice. Yeah. Could be. I want. I want. So that that must be hurting. You know how you got a, you know how you got a shot before when you were younger and it was stinging the hell out of you. Like before? with a bullet. Like a what? shot, like shot with a bullet. No, like a vaccine shot. Oh, like a vaccine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. What about it? Yeah, I can like I fucking got shot with a well, bullet. Well, you, you said shot, so I don't know. Pew pew. Chicago up in here, you never know what's gonna yeah. happen. Um, and it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but the frozen variant of this vaccine actually produced a stronger antibody response than the frozen one. Um, but to note about like the Sputnik Five, and that's where you said like, who knows how good these trials are, mm -hmm. right? Because we sometimes don't believe the Russians. There is no placebo comparison. Yeah. So, and that's a huge problem because you always want to come placebo in the studies to kind of compare 
what's you know their T cell response you know compared to the phase one phase two of the people that didn't get the vaccine mm -hmm. um, and then also like the age group like it's largely focused on 20 and 30 year olds like they don't have a wide population to see whether a 65 year old man is gonna have no adverse reactions mm -hmm. taking his vaccine because we're mostly worried about the elderly yeah and so if you're giving it to mostly 20 and 30 year olds well your, your trial is going to be pretty damn successful because mm -hmm. you haven't, you know, established those as adverse effects. Yeah, even though they claim that the the, the participants or the subjects are between age of 18 and 60, which, which sounds great, but if you really look at the majority of participants between ages of 20 and 30, those are the people that aren't getting affected by C19, like, almost at all. So now, since they don't have a placebo, how do we know that the vaccine is actually helping us fight off the C19 compared to just our normal immune system. Yeah. Maybe the, our normal immune system doing, is doing all the work. Maybe this, this vaccine is, is just kind of, you could say, like a fake vaccine that's not have any direct benefits with fighting C19. And maybe our immune system is just handling it by itself. We just don't know because the majority of participants are 20 to 30. Like, you know, me and Matt could, could create our own, own vaccine with like, just like with like saline and say, hey, yeah, if you inject this vaccine, you know, it'll help you fight C19 because most of participants are between 20s and 30s and they haven't died of C19 yet. So it shows that our vaccine is good too, right? Yeah, but really, it's no, it's just almost saline. Yeah, and even though he says that his daughter got it or, or whatever, like it's, who knows if she got it? She could have got some fake vaccine or if she's, I'm not sure how old her, her uh, his daughter is, but I'm sure she's in like the 30s, 40s probably. If I doubt she's or, older than that. She's probably has a healthy immune system. She's been... <laughs> living under the care of her father, which is basically the, the, the president, you, you could say, or the Kremlin of, of, of Russia. And obviously she's going to have a healthy immune system because she has all the resources to her in, in the world. You know, nothing is going to really impact her very, very hard, a virus, any kind of infection. They have great medical care there. I mean, she's rich. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of curious about it. And they're actually in their final phase. So they're going to be trying in Russia or Moscow, the main city, mm -hmm with 40,000 participants. So that's the final test phase that they're going through. So we'll see how it does and we'll keep you guys informed, right? But I'm wondering, because we're talking about, because I feel like right now in society, we feel like vaccine is the end all be all. Like once the vaccine comes out, we get to stop talking about it and like everybody's going to be like- Happy and healthy. Happy, happy, yeah, exactly. I, th I think that's what society thinks and that's not freaking damn true, you know? And it, like, if you look at the global stats, we have 28 million cases so like by now, I mean, 7 billion to 20 million is not much, but we should be finally getting some kind of herd immunity, I feel like. And that's not talked about at all. Yeah. Do you know what I'm kind of thinking right now as, as we're talking, you know how there's like, like, um, MRSA and all these like super strong bacteria or super bacteria as you call them. What if there becomes like super viruses or super infections because the vaccines that are given to people aren't fully, you know, working and there's able and the virus are able to mutate and actually be immune to these vaccines. Imagine if that happens. Yeah, wow. That'd be that'd be crazy. I'm not sure if there's any kind of history about this, but antibiotics have been given for hundreds of years. I'm I'm pretty sure vaccines are still something fairly new. So I don't know if the viruses or disease are able to mutate, mutate that that quick. You know, I'm sure it takes, you know, centuries, if not hundreds of years for it to mutate like, you know, like like MRSA and like this is something new that's impacting us that people haven't seen back in the day. Maybe they're going to study with the flu vaccine because mm -hmm. we literally try to predict a strain every single year. And sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. Yeah, right. That, what if we're actually causing more strains because of that? 
Yeah, that actually reminds me. So you know how like if you don't take the flu shot in the hospital, you gotta wear a mask. Mm. Well, you gotta wear a mask anyway now. Yeah. So I wonder if I could refuse the flu vaccine. Or make you wear two masks. Huh? Make you wear two masks. Fudge, man! I wear that at ninety five <laughs> yeah. for twelve hours. The whole nah, N ninety five is hard to wear. It's hard to breathe. Like I used to walk around. With, I tried to walk around with N ninety five while I was like in like the our uh, C nineteen um unit, and it's it gets hard to breathe after a while. And like I even thought about like bringing it to the gym and working out with it. Because it'll put like a sh- crazy strain on you. Oh, hell yeah. But I'm not going to do that. So it's nah, unsanitary. Don't even worry about that. No, nah, I didn't worry about but it. Let's go into DDP, which I don't even want to pronounce what it stands for. So I'll let you try it, PD. Um, diphtheria. So, dip- so DTP is a vaccine that gives you actually three immunizations. It's diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. And it's something that we're giving widespread in Africa, correct? And unfortunately, there has... Was there an experiment done or was it just like a meta-analysis? Well, they never did them. They never did that But this is what they're predicting, right? They're but saying this is basically research that mm-hmm. what the the um, Bill Gates organization or whoever owns this main, um, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. This natural experiment they did in urban African communities, mm-hmm. and we basically looked at the research of what happened to the kids that took DDP because it's actually one of the most common vaccines that's used mm-hmm. in the world. And they experimented with them in Africa, which sounds kind of crazy, but we, yeah, we've been doing that. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the DTP vaccine and the oral polio vaccine. Yes. And what we found what's really in- insane is that it looked at kids that got the DTP vaccine and the oral polio vaccine, and it compared it to kids that didn't get any of those. And what they're starting to notice is the kids that are getting these two vaccines are actually dying at a quicker rate than the kids that didn't get these vaccines. Yeah. Right? Times five, man. Is that insane? Times five mortality. So now, once again, is it something in the in these vaccines? Is it an additive that's that's um, that's causing these kids to die uh, earlier than than the ones that don't get it, or is it the actual vaccines itself, or is it like are they getting like a weakened immune system because they're getting these, these vaccines? It'll be curious to see what these kids are actually dying of. Because yeah. if they're dying of these diseases and they're getting vaccinated for this, and the ones that are getting vaccinated are dying, o- dying off due to diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, while the kids that aren't getting vaccinated are not dying out of those, then something's wrong with the vaccine. Maybe it's too powerful, you know, maybe. Because I'm not sure if DTP is, is an active vaccine, because there's different vaccines. There's like yes, the active is. one, there's like the latent one, there's like a few other ones. Maybe they're just making it too strong. Or the immune system for these African kids maybe isn't as strong as they, they thought. They want you to tone down a little bit. Exactly. Especially if it's a live vaccine. So if mm-hmm. you're injecting a live vaccine with already somebody that's maybe nutrient deficient, maybe it's, you know, it's having an adverse reaction for that reason. Because, I mean, you have to realize these are urban African communities. You know, these people are, are in poverty. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're bringing up actually very good points. You're making me think, man. Yeah, we I'm, should sure go. Making, I'm sure you're making the whole audience think. We should take... Um, I always wanted to go to Africa. We should go to Africa one day. But there's this guy that Joe Rogan knows that he's mentioned a few times that he went overseas to Africa and he got sick from some disease twice. He got like the vaccine for it or, or like the pill for it or something to prevent it. I don't, it wasn't malaria. It was something else that, that's very predominant in Africa. And he actually got it and he almost died and he came, went, came back there again, got it again and almost died again. Holy shit. Yeah, I forgot what his name was, but I could probably figure it out for you guys, but I don't got the time for for right now. But yeah, I always wanted to go Africa. I always wanted to go Africa. I want to go to Australia, but then when I look at all those giant spiders and shit, like I don't want to. Freaks I don't me know, out. man. Yeah, it freaks me out. Like there's... You got um, a little phobia, huh? Dude, I, I like... like I can handle spiders, not, not a big deal with centipedes, but if they're like big, if they're like the size of my palm, like 
like that's gonna be scary. I'm not gonna want to go outside. If I see one of those outside, like I'm like you ever see um uh the five legged freaks movie with the spiders? I was just gonna bring it up. Yeah, right. I think I'm psychic it. sometimes. That was a freaking freaky movie. Yeah, dude. If you hate spiders and you saw that movie, you're just like, dude, there's spiders are very small, but they're very ugly looking looking animals. Like I don't know how people can have them as pets. Like even when I look at a, look at them up on YouTube, like the spider killing like a mouse or something, it's just like holy shit. Like imagine if that was like my neck. Yeah, it's it's pretty scary. Imagine yeah. a tarantula, man. So I'm saying, as hard as your hand or your face, just like chilling, like hey, man, you gonna come over here? And no, I'm not doing the fangs. Yeah, dude. Or you're sleeping in a tent, and I just see it's like walking up, and the tent's moving because it's so heavy. It's like whispers to you, like no, I'm outside. One day, one day, actually, one night, I had a freaking scary dream that I woke up, and it there was giant spiders in my dream, dude, it's like gross. the size of. Godzilla, basically, man. Yeah. I woke up. It was a nightmare. Yeah, but I'll be honest. I don't kill all spiders. Sometimes I take them out and I put them on the balcony. Because do, you want, do you want to provide a percentage? Percentage? You, uh, you always give percentages. Probably like a solid 50-50. Mm-hmm. Million, probably more to the 75 of me not killing them anymore. Um, I'm not as scared of them as I used to be. I know when I was a little kid, I used to be scared of them hardcore. I, could be, like, I told my mom to kill it. Like, you know, I was scared of it. But now as I age, as I get older... Um, they're not as scary as I thought, but don't get me wrong. I wouldn't fuck with a spider at all. Like I wouldn't piss it off. Like I don't care how small a spider is. I'm not gonna fuck with it. You yeah. know, some kids in like high school where would pick up the daddy long legs and like hold it and like pull off the legs. Like, nah, I'm not gonna touch you that shit. You can't do all that. Like I'll take a piece of paper, have it land on it and run my ass outside and yeah. put it there. Plus like if you own a barn or you're on a farm, I remember this in Poland, like spiders actually help, help like control flies and mm-hmm. other insects. So they're, yeah. they are a benefit for that. Yeah. Um, there's this guy, Peter Goshi, which is a professor from Denmark. He was kind of saying how there's no significant reduction in mortality, right? So this expert is basically saying that it's an important principle in medical ethics that first do no harm. And he believes that the D- DDP vaccine should not be used unless being one of the inf- interventions of being concluded with like a large randomized trial. Mm. And that's something that the World Health Organization did not do. Like, they just didn't want to do a randomized um, trial for that. Dude. So, yeah, there's, pushing that? there's always loopholes, man. And that's the shit that, like, I wish I had more time to, like, sit down and, like, digest and mm. figure out what's going on. Like, honestly, guys, before we, like, for this episode, what I was really interested in was this whole peace treaty of Israel and United Emigrants. Uh, what is it called? UAE? United Emirates. Yeah, UAE. Like there's this giant peace treaty that's happening in the Middle East. And as you know, the Middle East has a bunch of wars. Mm. So like this peace treaty is of course benefiting Israel because nobody likes Israel in the Middle East. All the countries declared war on it basically. But of course, Israel is sleeping with the United States or vice versa mm. and they can't be touched. So now they're going to get like the West Bank's back and like... I really wanted to present it to this podcast episode, but honestly, I have no idea what's happening. There's just so much shit, so much history from like World War II, and then like there's like a bunch of Palestinians living in the West Bank. So like, what's actually happening? Maybe we, maybe if somebody's listening that knows this damn history, email us. We'll get you on a show because I'm actually curious to know the history of like the whole Israel, the peace treaty, the wars, like what's going on, and whether this deal that Trump is trying to sign because he's the one that created it, right? So they wanted a nominate him whatever for the peace peace deal thing so i wonder like what who is this going to benefit yeah i haven't done done a lot of like history like looking up things i I really like history i just didn't have the time to dive into it maybe like when i have some free time i'll dive into it but only thing i really know about israel is that you know israel used to not exist like pre-world war ii is there was no israel israel didn't didn't exist israel was created post-world war ii as 
just to kind of com uh, commemorate and give the Jewish people a place of their own because there was no uh, place for Jewish people. Like there was no country that was predominantly, yeah. well, there was countries that are predominantly Jewish, but there was no one area where you could say that this land belongs to the Jewish people, right? Yeah. Like we all in the Middle East um, is basically given to, to the Muslim faith, basically. Europe, predominantly Catholic, Protestant, things like that. United States, you know, we have our own uh, Western cultures, uh, like things like that. But that's how Israel has been established. And of course, there's going to be a lot of, you know, head-to-head uh, -head, head action because it's not like we just created that land. That land was somebody's, you know, and that land happens to be in the Middle East where majority Muslim people owned it. And we kind of just said, hey, this is going to be Israel now. Yeah. And everyone just had to say, okay. Even like Jerusalem. So like Israel like controls most of Jerusalem and like the east side of Jerusalem belongs to Palestine. And they literally, well, don't see, don't quote me because I haven't done my research. I think there's literally like soldiers patrolling the streets like yeah. because of this. Like it's messed up what's happening there, man. Even like Gaza. So Gaza is like this Gaza Strip. You heard about wars there. Like Israel's bombing it. Like what's happening there? It belongs actually to Egypt after World War II. Like, I mean, President Obama bombed it a handful of times, the Gaza Strip. Oh, yeah, man. That mother... <laughs> I mean, everyone's bombing everybody, dude. Ever, literally, man. Just like... Military industrial complex. You know, it's crazy how there's wars are going on. Everyone's bombing everybody. There's, there's like these forever wars, continuous wars. And then you're thinking like, like, why is there always wars? Well, because there's always some kind of profit motive. Isn't it funny wars. how we just got into wars? Yeah. Uh, we, we went from vaccines to, hey, let me... This is what we wanted to talk about. Back to wars, man. Yeah. But yeah, this, this shit... But it's real life, man. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening, like... You know, like, I enjoy podcasting about nursing stuff and talking about it. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm super, like, motiv not motivated. I'm passionate about what's happening in the world because people need to know, you know. And I feel like we're living in this matrix blindfolded and, like, you know, just watching TV and just believe all this shit. And it's just a bunch of baloney that's happening on the internet, man. Yeah, especially during election year because when it's election year, everything is focused on U.S. elections. You don't really see a lot of like global news like once this election's over it's gonna be another three years of you know what's going on in the world and everything's gonna be, gonna be low-key again everything just happens to be propped up in the united states during election years because if you think about the last three years can you think of anything really significant that has, that's happened no not really you just think of 2020 has been a shit show because it has been a shit show you know literally man and it's election year whoa surprise Surprise, yeah. I actually, I'm actually curious what's happening with like the mail and voting and stuff, and how's all that going? I, I personally want to go, to, to go to a ballot yeah. to vote. And our um, cameraman brought up a very good point. Luke is like, what's going to happen with us? Like, mm -hmm. we are going to go to Cali. Can we go voting, Cali? I have no idea. How does that work? I wonder. We got to find out. We could, maybe we could ask our recruiter. Maybe maybe Kendall might know. Kendall yeah. should know. But I don't believe really voting by mail. If you're the elderly, like yeah, more power to you. Vote by mail. But if you're like our age or like in your 40s and your 30s and you're capable of walking to it, do it because there's been a handful of times where I would send out a, a bill in the mail and it would never get there. Yep. And like my associate would be like, hey, yeah, you have an overdue bill. It's like, no, like I shouldn't because, you know, I keep a, a note of what check number goes, you know, goes out. And I'm like, no, I sent it out. But they're like, no, I never got it. So luckily they don't charge me an extra fee, but it, it does happen. It probably maybe happened because I've been living there over a year, probably happened like, like twice. You know, but still, it's like even though you know, ten months out of, out of the twelve months in the year, it worked out, but the other two didn't. So, so yeah. So and it's it's like it's kind of sketchy always. Like who's counting? Who's counting the mail? Who's looking at it? 
who's gonna have hands on it, how are yeah. how's it gonna be cut? And you can't physically count all that mail, you know, by the end of November fourth. Like it's not you're not getting extra results. Yeah. It's gonna take like a, like a solid week. Like you have millions and millions of people that are gonna send their letters. And then like imagine like you know how like you have like the videos that go on Facebook and stuff and it's like a guy that's like just throwing an Amazon package, yeah. a UPS package. You never know if you get one of those freaking dudes that are just like I don't know, like discarding mail or right. I don't know. On the mail does it say R or D or anything like that? See there was a video on that that, that did show that the lady was uh, a registered Republican and then her husband was registered Democrat and on the back of it because you're supposed to be no one's supposed to know who you vote for you shouldn't yeah yeah you shouldn't but if you flip it on the back and it says like a serial number hers had a, had a D and his had an R in it yeah that's, that's gonna be a problem you know so are people just gonna look at the back of the mail and, and see D and put it in the Democrat column what if the Democrats voted Republican that, that year you know like it's not gonna it's not gonna be an efficient nor an honest way to do it and plus it's, it's no one's supposed to know who you vote for and if it's gonna happen like that where people are gonna be able to tell who you voted this year or even the past years that's not really fair uh, yeah well maybe we need robot people in the usps maybe to, dude. to prevent that maybe and that's actually interesting because we talked about the industrial military complex and we're talking about mailing and we all these biases that humans have right and um, i was watching a show and it's kind of interesting because put on a blockchain we can yeah we can put the, on blockchain. the industrial military complex is is mainly has been like these private you know black sector contracts that have been you know um iraq and all this stuff that's happening on the external part of the united states mm -hmm. but now if we have all these protests and all this police brutality defund the police and stuff like that where do you think the industrial military complex is going to be focused on police mm -hmm. stations on police on law and order in the united states mm -hmm. so if we are basically saying that you know police are racist, they're treating people unfairly, what are we going to do about it? And if we want police reform and defund police, we're just basically going to introduce mm -hmm. artificial intelligence to the police, to right. police departments. And we're going to basically have robots governing us. Because why? Because it won't be able to have a human bias. Mm -hmm. That could, I mean, logically, that could easily happen. That could, that yeah. could they could push for that because... Yeah we are pushing it ourselves. Mm -hmm. We as Americans are pushing for it with everything that's happening. Yeah. And that's like, that's like problem, solution, reaction. Is it problem? No, problem, reaction, reaction solution. solution. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you, the problem is there. We are reacting. We're continually protesting. This is a problem in society. We're constantly getting news feed of police brutality. What's the solution? And that's the solution that will be proposed. Yeah. And the crazy thing is it's like, it's not our own ideas even. It's just this stuff getting pushed on us. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're seeing a problem that they want us to see and we're given the reaction they want us to give up. And then now, like we're talking about the military national complex, like, you know how supposedly there's less wars in the world now? So if there's less, less wars going on, less violence in the world, the military national complex, these companies, these private sector companies are actually making less money, right? So... They had to find another way to provide a stream of income. Right. Correct. So wouldn't this be another stream of income for them? Of course. Causing riots, be. you know, causing this kind of stuff. Wouldn't this would be a, like a perfect way to enter a different market almost, you know? Oh yeah. Because guess what? When the wars are gonna happen, they're gonna they're gonna profit off, off, off wars again. But now they're also profiting off these revolts, these these protests, people are buying weapons, the government's buying weapons, and then they found a new rev revenue stream. You know, it might be temporarily or, you know, they might do an experiment in the U.S. where now I gave them a lot of money. 
these, 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 um, these protests. Now they might fund protests somewhere else, things like that. They might stir places up in different countries, you know? Yeah, it's, it's scary to think about, man. Yeah. And it's just the reality of what's happening. You, you still haven't watched the documentary I told you to watch. When you sent me on Instagram? Shadowgate. Shadowgate? No, is the one you just, that you sent me yesterday? I have no idea. No, I, I you sent you a sent IGTV real. video. Yeah, okay. yeah so no, I um, haven't. Yeah, but it's it's good to educate yourself, guys. Keep keep you know keep keep being, on keeping on. Yeah, keep on keeping on. Keep being aware of what's happening, and it's midnight here, and we're just finished recording, and I'm we're gonna wrap this up, man, because I'm I'm exhausted. And the best way to do research, guys, if you want to research on your own, it's not through Instagram posts. It's not through someone else's posts. It's literally you looking it up, and don't just click on the first thing you see on, on Google or whatever. You gotta look at different sources because each source is gonna give you a different spin on that. Okay. And it's gonna be your job to kind of d- discern who's spinning it what way and why are they spinning it that way and is it in your best interest? And is this the actual truth? Yeah, a- a great point because when I was researching this um, Israel and UAE peace treaty, mm-hmm. I clicked on a video on CNN. Okay, cool, let me learn about this. Let me watch a video. Let me start investigating. And the guy starts saying that President Trump is doing this for election and like he's already opinionating, like he's mm-hmm. already telling me how to think. Bro, I freaking got out of there. I yeah. don't want to see this shit. I want to see factual information. Give me facts and let me start doing my own research and formulating an opinion, not swaying me. Oh, this guy is doing that, you know, like and here again, I'm not freaking for the damn guy, you know, the, the president. I'm just baffled on how news is delivering news it's not fucking news it's freaking telling us how to think and it's yeah. it's bothersome man yeah it's crazy like you look up look up you look for objective things and they provide just subjective material where it's just yeah. like this isn't even what i was looking for if yeah. you're looking for something discreet specific and it, something objective that is like a science and they're sharing their opinion about politics or, or about something else that's very discredited to the individual. Like I'm here to look at discrete facts, to look at why this, what's actually in this treaty, what are the laws being being passed in in Israel in the in the um, United Arab Emirates. And you're trying to figure out what's actually going on, and this guy is sharing his opinion about the president. Like, what? Like you think yeah. I'm gonna believe this guy? Like, you're an expert. Dude. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. And if you want to look at, if you want to look for people's opinions about the president, that's fine. That's what you're looking for. But in this case, we're not looking for that. We're yeah. looking for what's actually going on, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's what's, that's what's beautiful about science is like, you have straight freaking damn facts. Mm-hmm. When I'm pulling a science article, like the whole thing about DDP, um, I have the facts in front of my damn face. Mm-hmm. I'm reading what happened. I'm reading the percentage of what happened between placebo, non-placebo, yeah. and the results are just straight facts. Right. It doesn't there's, start no, off, there's no buffer. Right. It doesn't start off with Bill Gates is making this much money uh, off this. It's not saying that. It's stating you literally, literally what you're looking for is a DTP yeah. vaccine and it's telling you what it is, how it works, how is it affecting people. It's not sharing their opinion. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that that's really it, man. Yeah, look for the truth; it's there. And even if you're not looking at these news sources, like let's just say you're looking at the news source and it's let's just call it fake news, you're looking at something else. Don't automatically assume it's the truth, too. You know, like yeah. you still need to do your damn own research. Yeah, D Y O R. And don't let your own biases judge someone else's opinion either. And just because someone has a different opinion than you, that's completely okay. Don't don't bash them. It's just we all think differently. Yeah. You know, and sometimes there is no, sometimes not everything is, is objective. Like in science, it's beautiful because, you know, you have your research, you have hypothesis, you, you're right or wrong. It works this way, not that way. 
that's completely different. But if you're trying to tackle politics or different, different, like different ideas where it's really, there really isn't one truth. There isn't really one solution. There's multiple solutions. Just because someone doesn't agree with you does not mean that they're a bad individual. Yep. It's just, they think differently and you know, their idea of the solution is a little bit different than yours, but you know, they might have the same goal in mind. They just come at it differently. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Yeah. And guys, don't forget to check out our vlog, September 15th, 14th, the first one. 15th. 15th or 14th? God damn. 14th. 14th. Man. Yeah, September 14th is our first vlog coming out. Super cool. I watch it like almost every day. Good good jams. You got good personalities. Um, and then we're going to have slowly every week some more coming out. Yeah. Every single week from now on. From September 14th, we'll be vlogging weekly. It'll be out every single damn Monday. Ciao, guys. Peace out, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us. Reagan.